0: I'm Alec Lace, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 523 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the 2021 NFL season kicks off this week, and I have got an absolute NFL legend joining me today. Christian Okoye, the Nigerian Nightmare, is my guest on today's podcast. If you guys have never seen Christian Okoye's A Football Life, I highly recommend you go check it out. He was featured on Season 5, Episode 1 of the smash hit NFL film series. Christian Okoye didn't begin playing football until he was 23 years old, but his size and speed was so overwhelming, he ended up being selected in the second round of the 1987 NFL Draft by the kansas city chiefs the team in which he would want to play his entire six-year nfl career most of the highlights of his nfl career are of defenders just bouncing off of him the nigerian nightmare just steamrolled over everybody and if any of you dads out there remember playing the tecmo bowl game on the nintendo back in the day christian okoye was really the only reason you chose to play as the kansas city chiefs he was just impossible to tackle Christian is in the Chiefs Hall of Fame. He's in the Chiefs Ring of Honor. And in a couple of minutes, he'll be right here with me on First Class Fatherhood. So please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Christian Okoye was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between myself and the Nigerian nightmare, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, if you guys enjoyed today's interview with the Nigerian Nightmare and you're ready for the NFL season, you got to go back and check out so many of the awesome interviews I've done with dads of the NFL, including Deion Sanders, Kurt Warner, Carson Palmer, Drew Bledsoe. Uh, The list really goes on and on. This year, uh, Calvin Johnson I had on the podcast, he was just inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. No matter what your favorite team is, I have had a dad on this podcast here who has played on that team. I've had at least one dad from every team in the NFL on the podcast here. So please take a minute to scroll through the archives. You'll see all the NFL dads that I've been honored to have join me right here on First Class Fatherhood. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace. For all the other upcoming guest announcements, I got some incredible guests that will be joining me here very soon. So make sure you follow me over there to find out. I'll drop the names over there first. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please hit me with that rating and review. It always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here, celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with the Nigerian nightmare, Christian Okoye. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, Dads, sports stadiums are beginning to fill up once again. Concerts are coming back, and Broadway shows will be here before you know it. It's time to take your kids to an event and start making memories once again. And there's nothing wrong with saving a few bucks while you do it. My partnership with SeatGeek means that you can save $20 off your tickets by using the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app. Let's go, Dads. We've been cooped up way too long here. It's time to start enjoying sports and entertainment again the way they were meant to be experienced, live and in person. Visit SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS at the checkout, and save $20 off your tickets. A gift for first-class fathers from First Class Fatherhood. (laughs) Joining me now, First Class Father, the Nigerian nightmare, Christian Okoye. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Hey, it's an honor to have you on the podcast. Let's start it right here. How many kids do you have? How old?
1: I have three kids. Uh, my oldest is uh, turning 30 on Thursday. Uh, she's an actress. Um, my second is 17, and then my last born is uh, 16. She plays baseball. My, la- my second child is a boy, and uh, he's not playing in sports right now, but he will get there. All right. Very cool.
0: If you could, Christian, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
1: Uh, Christian Okoye, I played for the Kansas City Chiefs. I was a running back. I went to college at Azusa Pacific University in Southern California. Uh, But before I got there, I was born and grew up in Nigeria. I was originally a track and field guy. I threw the discus Uh, in 84. I thought I was going to be in the Olympics, but Nigeria didn't take me. So I switched to football in my junior year in college. So ever since then, I've been playing. I played three years in college. And then the Chiefs drafted me after I, I performed highly at the senior bowl in the second round. So um, six years with the Chiefs as a running back. And here I am.
0: Yeah, the rest is history. What an incredible career you had, Christian. So take me back to the beginning of your fatherhood journey here now. So about, about how old were you when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life?
1: Oh, man, I, um, I was, let me see, I was 30 years old when I first became a dad. Um, no, I take that back. I was 29 and we lost our first child and then um, got pregnant again and had uh, my, my, my daughter, Tiana, at the age of 30. And um, of course, uh, when you're growing and uh, you have everything set and doing well in your career, the next step is to start a family. And um, that first child just completely changes your life because now you're responsible for somebody's life, um, their well-being, they're growing up, teaching them everything, especially when that person is a boy. Uh, it's even more because um, as an athlete, you want your son to play football or play sports. So you're excited to play golf with him, do all kinds of stuff that I'd like to do.
0: Yeah, very well said. And, and what an unfortunate uh, journey, you know, beginning to your fatherhood journey, losing the child and then having one so quickly after. Did, how, how much did that play a factor Trish, in your deciding to walk away from the NFL, losing your first child and having, uh, having your, first chi- your second child there? How much of that played into the fact of you, you uh, ending your NFL career?
1: Well, it has a lot to do with it. You know, I mean, emotionally, I wasn't uh, quite there after we lost our first child. So uh, I was kind of like, um, um, you know, going with emotion and that's not where I want to be. Um, so I didn't play like I wanted to play anymore. I wasn't into the game like like I wanted to be. Uh, so I decided to quit at the age of 31. And um, I remember walking up to Marty Shonham and telling him, coach, I think I'm gonna go. Uh, he says, "What do you mean? Do you want to stop playing?" I said, "Yeah." He says, "You are too young to quit." I said, "I know, coach. I just don't have it anymore." He said, "Well, you know, think about it. If you want to come back, let me know." And um, and that was it.
0: Wow! Wow! Yeah, incredible. And and so so then bringing it back into you. Then here, at, you know, as a father, what would you consider to be the top values that you had in hope uh, hope to instill in your kids growing up?
1: Well, I um. Growing up, I, I want to instill to my kid you know, the same thing that my dad instilled in me, and that's hard work. Uh, nothing comes easy. Every successful person worked hard to get there, and also they listen to others to get there. Um, uh, they just don't do it by themselves. Uh, when I was growing up, I had uh, my father to thank and uh, also my very first coach from Nigeria. Nigerian parents always have their like their kids to go to school and do well in school. So when I started playing soccer and doing all kinds of, um, playing all kinds of sports, my dad didn't like that. My coach had to come to my house and uh, tell my dad, I'll come and pick up Christian when practice is over. I'll bring him back to make sure, you know, he doesn't stay out and play all day. And uh, that's what exactly saved me because uh, without that, um, I would have been a teacher, or, which is not that bad. But playing sports is like, I mean, if if someone, if you never played in college or have the kind of teammates that I had, um, it, you don't know what it's like to play. So, but um, I would like to just thank my coach for, you know, uh, uh, being the way he was, talking to my dad, and then taking me under his arm to help me grew as an athlete
0: yeah that's incredible And, and one thing i talk about on my podcast a lot here christian is the fact that we got a fatherless crisis going on in our country we have so many kids growing up without a father or a father figure in their life and it really has a devastating toll on our society and one of the places that a lot of these kids that don't have that father figure growing up find it is true sports and find it through a coach some other guys find it in the military uh and that helps them out And some guys find it unfortunately in the street and that leads to these unfortunate circumstances that we see playing out throughout the country here
1: yeah. You're right. You're right. Because when I was in college, actually, uh, my very few years in, uh, in the NFL, 1990, I formed my foundation, the Christian Coy Foundation. And what we do is we invite these kids that, uh, that are in the group homes, they foster kids and, uh, and so on. We invite them during the summertime to come and uh, participate in the summer clinics that we hold. And I invite my friends. To come in and act as coaches and uh, just talk with these kids and be with them uh, for the time and um, I found out that uh, it really worked because most of these kids don't have fathers you know they come from homes that no fathers and of course in a group home or foster situation uh, they're not living with their fathers so when they come they idolize uh, some of my friends you know um, I've invited Junior Cell, Eric Dickerson, Marcus Island, and some of, some of those guys to come and walk my camp. And these kids look up to them. So we give them something to look up to, something to form their goals around. And they have to have these kind of things in, in life in order to look forward to what they're going to be in, in the future. If you don't have that, they will resort to what's going on in their neighborhood, to what's going on around them. You see? So, um Uh, I just, I enjoyed it so much because today I get emails and texts from all these kids that we work with. Most of them are very successful individuals, you know, yet they were growing up in in group homes.
0: Yeah, incredible stuff, and thank God that there are people like you out there that do provide those kind of resources for these kids that are out there, at least give them an opportunity there to make something of themselves. So it's awesome to get feedback later on to see how they have made out. One of the things that, that doesn't come with not having that father in the home is the discipline portion of it. Uh, which I think is very important, too, to have that from both sides, you know, a, a nurturer and a lover and then a, a disciplinarian and a uh, a protector. And so what what would you say? What kind of disciplinarian were you as a dad, Christian? And, and is that different than the
1: discipline style that you grew up with? <laughs> it's quite different, of course. My dad kicked <laughs> my butt, man. Uh, I was a knucklehead, <laughs> but he straightened me out. But here in America, you can't really do it like my dad did, it. you know, Um you just have to love these kids, show that you love them, because what I found out when I was working with these kids is that they can see through you. They will know whether you are interested in them, whether you love them or you're truly doing things for them. Um, so they work with you, but if they see that you're not, they will, they will cause you all kinds of problems, you see? So a lot of times when I um, invite these athletes to come and help me out, my, some of my friends, I kind of talk to them first and kind of, you know, explain to them how we go about working with these kids. You know, I say, hey, you know, uh, just talk to these kids like you're talking to one of your friends when you were growing up in your neighborhood. You know, they want to see that. They will just gravitate to you like no other person. I mean, uh, and it worked. It worked. Um, But in Nigeria, it's totally different. You know, you can kick a kiss, but, and will was threatened Here, here is done with love and they have to see it in order to believe it. Yeah. We have
0: really good stuff and very true. And, and what about, I know we talked about, you You know, you getting into sports, talking about your coaching. One of the, one of the things I like to ask a lot of the NFL dads that I get on the podcast here is because it's a difficult decision for a lot of parents, especially the dads, whether or not to let their son play tackle football, and I, I and I know with all the reporting that's been done, false or, or true about CTE and everything else, it's made it even that much more difficult. So what kind of opinion or what kind of advice do you have uh, as far as how old or what is the appropriate age to let kids start playing tackle football?
1: You see, starting from 1990 when I will host my clinics, uh, it's uh, for soccer and football, and we never, we never put helmets on kids. We never put pads on kids. It's because we believe that, as young as they are, they should play um, uh, just you know touch football, uh, uh, throw and catch and run and stuff like that, and not tackling. Because um, we found out that uh, these Papuana coaches are not very good, and they want to act like big time coaches and they, they while working with kids, and you can't do that. And, and kids they can hurt each other, and most of the big head damages that you know players get start from that young age so I truly believe and I've been asked so many times by so many parents what age should I put my kid in football I tell them high school you know sometimes even go as high as junior year in high school because I didn't start playing football till I was 23 years old you know I was a 25 26 year old rookie with the Chiefs and look at me. And I was, I was a success. You know, so I, I use myself as an example when I speak to them. And I tell them, if your kid really, really, really want to play, you know, um, maybe you could just give him, give him a little uh, sample. Tell him to go to camp and see how he feels, you know. And then uh, we'll see, see what, what happens from there.
0: Yeah, really important stuff, Christian. Good advice there with that. And I, w- I wanted to ask you. I'm scheduling right now to do an interview with uh, Kamara Usman, the UFC champion. I know he's got the the moniker now. He's got the title Nigerian Nightmare. Was that something? Did he reach out to you? Was there something that went on there? You said, "Hey, I give you the blessing to use this." how did that work out?
1: No, well, he didn't really reach out to me, but he let him know that uh, he let me know that uh, he's being called the Nigerian Nightmare. Um, uh, the name was registered by me a long time ago. And uh, you know he's a brother, so he can he can answer the name and stuff. And uh, I don't have any problem with that because he represents very very well. You know, have you watched him fight?
0: I have watched him fight. Yes, that's why I can't wait. To, like I said, I'm scheduling with him right now. I can't wait to have him on the podcast, the first class father as well.
1: Yeah, tell him I said what's up. He's a good man. He's a good man. I like I like exactly what he's doing. So yeah, yeah. I'm a big-
0: Yeah, right on with that. And what about for yourself here, Christian? What kind of goals or plans? What are you up to? What kind of plans you have for yourself here for the future?
1: I'm still working with my foundation. I've now taken it back to Nigeria, uh, working with kids out there, because a bunch of times, you know, kids here don't really value the opportunities they have. But kids in Nigeria, they don't have any opportunities, you know? So the little they have, they, they rush to it. So when I brought my foundation back to Nigeria to start working with kids out there, you know, I mean, thousands showed up. <laughs> we had to select which kids to work with and go from there because I don't have that much staff to, to work with, the, you know, that many kids. So, but um, we are doing some work in Nigeria and uh, it's, going, going, it's going very well. And uh, we're busy with that. And also in 2003, 2006, I formed the California Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, if you get a chance, go to their website, CaliforniaSportsHallOfFame.org. And um, so we're running that. We've been out uh, it since 2006 now.
0: Very cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to drop that link in the description of this podcast episode. Where's the, what is the best link for the uh, listeners to check out your foundation?
1: ChristianOkoe.org. Oh, simple uh, enough. Yeah, ChristianOkoe.com. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll drop that in the description as well. So my listeners can tap it and get over there and check it out. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Christian, i love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening?
1: I'll tell them to love their kids. Love them. Always tell them that you love them. Always give them hugs. Sometimes we act so mature that we don't give our sons hugs. But no, give them hugs. Because love can just cure everything. They will respect you first before anybody else. You know, they will listen to you first before anybody else. Always continue talking to them, loving them, showing them that you love them. And any questions they, ha- they have, they'll come to you, no matter how bad it is. Don't be surprised because this is life. Whatever has happened to your kids will ha- has happened before. You know, so that's what I tell my my kids. I I tell them, I said, there's no surprises in life. Anything that you're going to face has already happened. So when you come to me and tell me something, don't be alarmed if I'm not like, oh, my goodness. You know, I'll give you a hug and support you.
0: Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Christian Akoya, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood.
1: All right, brother. Thanks for having me.
0: Back to wrap things up on First Class Fatherhood. i got to give a special thank you once again to Christian Okoye for giving me a few minutes of his time here. How cool was that? Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And listen, the NFL season is now upon us. No matter what your favorite team is, I have had a dad on this podcast here. Who has played on that team i've had at least one dad from every team in the nfl on the podcast here so please take a minute to scroll through the archives you'll see all the nfl dads that i've been honored to have join me right here on first class fatherhood keep it locked into my instagram account at alec on school lace for all the other upcoming guest announcements that's all i got for you guys today i'm alec lace thank you for listening to first class fatherhood and please remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers